Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, honey pie, sugar lump. How the devil are you? Welcome back to Higher Self and I. Oh, I am so excited for today's podcast episode because it has truly been coming up a lot in discussions that I'm having with clients, masterclasses, in things that I am selling. It is all to do with self-belief and self efficacy. And that is what we're talking about on today's podcast, because I think it's all well and good. Me sitting here shouting from the rooftops for you to believe in your goddamn self. And you're like, okay, Beck, yes, I will give it a go. But It's quite hard when we have a lot of these beliefs coming up, when we have a lot of parts coming in, such as doubt or overwhelm or comparison or not good enough. And they take over, right? So they take over and they really allow us to not step into that self-belief, step into that self-efficacy. And I'm going to go through what I mean by self-efficacy. And we're actually really looking today at how we can use this from both a subconscious point of view and a neuroscience point of view. Now, you know how much I love having the backup behind the subconscious work that we're doing, because sometimes I get it. It feels really hard to hold on to. That's why strategy is so easy to sell, because you're selling something that someone can hold on to. However, when we get to mindset, because it's such huge concepts, because it's such big concepts that we really have to grapple with understanding or not being able to see it or even feel it for ourselves, sometimes having the kind of neuroscience behind it and what's logistically going on inside our brain is going to help you tap into it more. And the reason why I really, 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 really truly want you to fully deeply, like the most grounded you have ever felt with the belief within yourself is because it is going to help you be more successful. The more I believe in myself, the more successful I am. And I have had so many experiences with clients. One of my gorgeous clients, Katie, comes to mind and she won't mind me saying because we actually did a success story podcast episode, which I will tag if you haven't listened to before. And we had this like absolute breakthrough session where she was fully on board with believing in herself. And it truly hands down, (laughs) changed the trajectory of her business. We speak about it in the episode, so please go check that out. I'll pop it in the show notes below. But I really, truly see the most success and the most successful people are the people who have this undying belief about what they're doing. And to be honest, belief in themselves. 
There is so much conviction and confidence and knowing and surety behind them that you can't help but go, yeah, a hundred percent. Like, I get it. And I work with a lot of people who are bold, who are confident, who, who are tenacious and fearless and brave and audacious and courageous. These are all like dream characteristics of every single client that comes into my world. You're hungry for, for success, passionate, persistent, magnetic, influential, all of these words. And you're here for a reason. You didn't start your business to just have this like plod along life, right? You started your business for a reason. And a lot of you start your business for the impact that you want to create, the places you want to see, the freedom you want to feel, the clients' lives you want to change. And actually, sometimes the success of yourself and the success of your business is coming down to the belief that you have in yourself. And I see this all the time because so many of my clients know exactly how successful they can be. They know so deep down the reason why they're here, the reason why they're on this goddamn planet, the reason why they were born. And it's so deep within them, this craving, this desire that it begins to get so annoying and frustrating to them that they can't tap into the success that they want. And a lot of the time, it has nothing to do with the strategy. It has nothing to do with what they do or don't know because they already know it. It's a lot to do with how they see themselves because everyone else sees it about them. Every single person around them sees how magical and special and incredible and amazing they are. And it's time for you to see it yourself. And I truly believe from doing a lot of modeling work, which is an NLP technique, which I have spoke about before. Um, I'll see if I can tag the podcast in that I really spoke about modeling. I'll pop that in too. But a lot of people, and I and I follow and study a lot of successful people, you know, the people who I deem to be successful, who I deem to be where I want to be or where I want to go. And I watch them. I watch their language. I watch their behavior patterns. I watch their feelings and thoughts and how they come across. I listen to how they're saying things. I listen to how they're delivering things. That's why I watch so many vlogs <laughs> because I love to see, especially from a vlog, they're in their kind of natural habitat going about their day to day. That's when I can pick up things the most because I'm a little bit of a genius when it comes to this. This is why my clients get the biggest breakthroughs because because I've been doing it for years, because I have been trained in NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming, very much to do with the language that you're using, very much to do with how you behave, how you show up, where your thoughts are leading you, your behavioral patterns. And I watch all of this within my clients. It means that I can also watch all of it with people as well. So I'm constantly studying people and I'm constantly getting curious as to what is making them successful. 
what has made that that reel go viral? What has made people jump into their DMs? What has made them create a seven, eight-figure business? What's made them become a sought-after speaker or a New York Times bestseller? What has allowed them to do that? And so many times, and I've said this a lot quite recently, they all have completely different strategies. They all have completely different ways of showing up. They are all selling different things in different ways. They are all on different platforms. They are all doing things very differently. So it cannot be that that's allowing them to be successful. Because if it was, then all of them would be doing the same thing, right? Every single one of them would be doing exactly the same strategy if it was the strategy. And actually from watching them, what I have known and understood for a very long time, and the more I watch, the more it solidifies the evidence that I've created. And the reason as to why I've then gone on and been so successful in my business is because they believe in themselves. There is this deep, so deep, belief in themselves, in their capabilities, in their knowledge, in what they're here to do, in who they're here to be, and what they're here to sell. And they're that grounded in that self-belief that the people watching, the people listening, cannot help but buy. They can't help but buy. And this is a big part of the subconscious in, subconscious marketing method that I teach because a lot of the time, it's not necessarily what you're selling. Like, yes, of course, that's going to be a part of it, but it's how you are selling it. It is the language that you're using, but more than anything, it's the conviction behind it. It's the conviction behind it that you are so goddamn sure that that is going to change their life, that that is going to change your ideal client's life. You are so, they are so goddamn sure of it. I am so goddamn sure of it that people cannot help but go, yes, I am a full body in. Because my trust in you comes from the belief and the groundedness that you have within yourself. Just reflect now on a couple of people that you watch, maybe a couple of people that you have bought several things from, or you can't help but buy the next thing that they drop. Why is that? Why is that? What's making you go, boom, yes. And I would hazard a guess it's to do with how they present themselves, how they show up, how they're talking about it, how they make you feel, what emotions they're provoking. And a lot of it is coming down to self-goddamn belief, literal self-belief. And so I thought it was time (laughs) that we really looked in how you can start to flex your self-belief muscle because it's you that it comes from. It's not another strategy. (laughs) It's not another template. It's not another thing. I just looked at the clock at 11.11 of my recording. It's none of those things. 
It's how you are standing in your own goddamn belief and really shining that through. And that shines through everything. Even when you're not online, even when you can't see face to camera, they will feel it. They will really feel it. And I really want you to start flexing this muscle. So let me introduce you to self-efficacy because it was actually a it was actually a concept that was introduced by a psychologist called, and I hope I pronounce this right, Albert Bandura. And he refers to it as an individual's belief in their ability to successfully perform a particular task or um, achieve a specific goal. And self-efficacy really encompasses the confidence, the conviction that someone has in their own capabilities. And this is what we're talking about, right? It's that self-efficacy, the self-belief that we really want to stand in. And I think we get so shaded and I see so many of my ideal clients prior to working with me and, you know, when we're going through the levels, when we're working through the next levels with clients that, you know, we we hit that next level and then it's like, oh, I need an even deeper amount of self-belief and self-efficacy right now. What I see is that the parts come in, you know, the little parts that I talk about, the parts come in, whether it's doubt or fear or the feeling of unsafety. And it goes, no, 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 no. You can't believe in yourself this much. If we believe in ourselves this much, we might actually do the things that we've really wanted to do. <laughs> like believing in ourselves equals really scary. Believing in ourselves means that we're actually going to be successful. No, 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 no. Come back, come back with me, come back with me. And I see it time and time again. So let's have a little look at kind of what's included. What are the kind of key components of this self-efficacy, which is self-belief, the muscle that we really want to flex? So the first thing that I want to speak about is that belief in your personal capabilities. And I believe if you're listening to this podcast, you do have that, you know, at its core, self-efficacy really includes the belief that you have in the skills, in the knowledge and the capabilities your skills, your knowledge, and your capabilities. And that could be to accomplish a task that you've been given, that you've put down for yourself. It could be to reach a particular goal. It's about feeling confident in your ability to perform effectively. So really being able to go, this is me. These are my skills. This is what I know. This is what I offer. I'm going to change your life and really standing in that. The second thing, the second component is that task-specific confidence. A little bit hard to say. (laughs) Task-specific confidence. And self-efficacy I always see as task-specific because it doesn't almost represent a general sense of confidence, but it's it's really like focused on a particular activity or domain. And what I'm talking about here is you in your business. And we want to flex that muscle so you are in that confidence, especially when I get onto the neuroscience perspective of what I'm talking about, but you have that that rounded sense of confidence within the, the tasks that you are specifically doing within your business. That's what I want. That's what I want for you. 
Self-efficacy can have impact on goal setting. So, you know, someone who has that high self-efficacy is probably likely, probably more likely to set a challenge really challenging but achievable goals. Those who kind of on the flip side of that with low self-efficacy, they're going to set easier goals. They're going to avoid setting goals altogether due to the lack of belief and the ability to succeed with them. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. I know a few of you are out there. (laughs) And this is why we really want to start flexing this muscle because we obviously want, and you are here to set these huge, audacious, juicy mother juicy goals that you really want to step into, right? And the last one is the influence on your behavior and your and your effort. So self-efficacy really strongly influences the choices that you make and the efforts that you put into tasks. And individuals with that, that higher self-efficacy are more likely to approach challenges with hella enthusiasm, persistency, belief that they can overcome the obstacles. Whereas when you've got that low self-efficacy, it's going to lead to avoidance. It's going to lead to decreased effort. All of the things that we know don't move our business forwards. So you can see how self-efficacy, I feel like I've said that too many times now and I don't know whether it sounds right or wrong. (laughs) You can see how this is going to have a massive impact on how you show up in your business. So let's kind of go to the neuroscience of self-belief, the neuroscience of self-efficacy and how and what is actually going on when we have deep-rooted self-belief. One of the um, months in the Higher Self uh, Society membership that I have, come and join us. It is an absolute hoot. There is so much in there. Literally every single person that joins is like, what the hell? There is so much in here. Well, in January, um, I did a self deep rooted self-belief month where we that's what we concentrated on. So if you want more from this, please go and check out the uh, the membership because it is where it's at. There's hypnosis tracks, there's private podcast in there, there is visualizations, there's mindset Q&As. It is the hub for your mindset and subconscious reprogramming. But when we look at the neuroscience of that self-belief, that deep-rooted self-belief, that deep-rooted self-efficacy, the first thing that comes into play when we have that when we have really deep self-belief, is your prefrontal cortex. And that is where the thinking and the planning takes place, okay? So I want you to imagine your brain as a control center. And the front part of it, like the actual front part of it, is called the prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex, I want you to almost see as like the manager in charge, and it's in the manager who is in charge of decision making and planning. So whenever you're in decision making, whenever you're in planning, you're actually in the prefrontal cortex. You're in the front part of your brain. Okay. Now, when you believe in yourself, this manager actually becomes more active. Have you ever had a time where you're like in such self-belief And it's like, boom, 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 like decision. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. Let's plan it out. That everything becomes so 
clear, right? It's because you're playing from the prefrontal cortex. Now, when you believe believe in yourself, like I said, this manager becomes more active and it helps you really think about your goals. It helps you make plans and believes that you can achieve them. Because a lot of the time we can think about our goals, we can make the plans, but then we don't have the belief to back it up to actually do anything about it, right? Procrastination walks through the door. Fear walks through the door. Doubt walks through the door. And the plans are no more. In fact, we put it into our board. We put it into our notes. We maybe even write it on the whiteboard in our office. And lo and behold, your eyes switch off to it. We do not believe that we can achieve them, so we brush it under the carpet. I mean, sometimes you're not even writing down your goals and plans because you don't believe you can achieve them anyway. So when we have that deep-rooted self-belief, thinking and planning in the prefrontal cortex is going to be easier. It's going to be easier, which then in turn allows the subconscious mind to see the path of least resistance. It allows the subconscious mind to go, ah, that's how we're getting there. That's how we're going to do that and actually believing that you can achieve them. So number one, your prefrontal cortex, your thinking and planning, the brain's control center, the front of the brain is going, yes, I like this. I'm the manager. I'm becoming more active. She believes in herself. Lego bitches. The next thing that happens from um, a neuroscience perspective is the amygdala. And I have talked about the amygdala a lot on the podcast before, but the amygdala is where our emotion and fear lives, right? And I want you to think of the amygdala almost like, um, kind of like your brain's alarm system for emotions, especially fear, right? The moment that we feel fear, the amygdala comes out. It comes out with its red siren and it's red bells, and it's big red horn, and it goes, stop whatever you're doing. This is scary. I feel fear. Now, when you have self-efficacy, when you have that deep-rooted self-belief, it's actually like having a very well-calibrated alarm system, because you're less likely to feel over-fearful. You're less likely to feel anxious you're less likely to feel overwhelmed and actually believing in yourself helps keep the, re- the, the fear response in check. So when you have that deep-rooted self-belief, of course, there is going to be fear and overwhelm and all of the things, but it is on such a smaller scale. You have the most incredible bounce-back ability, which is what I talk about all the time, but it is on such a smaller scale because it's, like I said, that well-calibrated alarm system. Believing in yourself helps keep the fear response in check. And actually what it does as well is it makes you more confident in facing challenges, the resistance, as I say. And I think this is something that I learned so much from the performing arts industry because and oh God, if I wish, if I could turn back time, I would now do the performing arts industry very, very differently because it would have looked very differently for me from a self-belief place. I was constantly playing from the amygdala when I was in the performing arts industry because I wanted it so much. 
and I had so much fear around not having it. So much fear around not having it that that would take over the game. The amygdala came out with its bells and whistles, saying how unsafe this is, saying how nervous I needed to be, saying how shaky my voice needed to be in the auditions. Trust me, auditions for Les Mis, auditions for the big ass musicals there. And I walked into the room and I was a mess, right? And they remember that. They remember the mess that you're in. And if I could only tell myself that that self-belief was the reason why that one person was standing out more than me, by God, it would have looked very different. And I bless and love and hug the girl in the performing art, that Becky that was there. And how talented she was, because I was. Singing, dancing, acting, I had all three. I had it all. But because I didn't believe in myself, I got a few jobs, yes, but I didn't get to where I wanted to go. And I am never, ever letting myself win, letting the fear win again. I promised myself when I left the performing arts industry, I would never let that happen to me again because I had so much talent and so much passion and I'm getting a little bit emotional and so much like gumption for doing that and the fact that I didn't believe in myself was the reason why it didn't happen and if I had someone to tell me at that point that that was it if I had someone to tell me at that point that that was the reason why oh my god it would have looked so differently and that was because my amygdala was running the show anyway complete sidetrack but we digress the next thing from a neuroscience perspective is your dopamine So feeling good, feeling motivated. That's what we want. That's what we want, right? Your dopamine, and you've heard this words lots of heard this word a lot of times, but your dopamine is the reward system in your brain, right? It's that feel-good chemical that gets released when something good happens, when you expect success, when you're in success, when you're having the best day ever. And when you believe in yourself you are more likely to experience success because where your focus is going, which ties into the reticular activated system. When we believe in ourselves, we look at the world a lot differently. We've got very different glasses on. And a lot of the time, the people who fully believe in themselves are having the best day every single day. (laughs) Like literally, I watch them. I experience it myself. And you experience more success because not only is your RAS system being programmed to believe in yourself and find the success, but your brain is rewarding you with a boost of dopamine, which makes you feel good, which motivates you to carry on going. It's a chain reaction. (laughs) I'm in the middle of a chain reaction. She's got she's got the she's got the songs today, guys. She's got the songs. But you are in this like constant chain reaction of feeling really fucking good. Am I selling you the fact that I want you to believe in yourself? Am I selling this to you? And then the last thing is your mirror neurons. And that is really kind of learning from others. 
Now, I'm not going to go too far into this because I kind of don't want to go too far into the neuroscience because it can get a little bit confusing, especially when I'm just in your ears and you can't physically sit. I'm such a visual learner, so I would I need to have like the words in front of me, especially with new concepts and neuroscience in general, to be honest. But mirror neurons are almost like your brain's learning tool, right? And they activate when you see someone else doing something. And what they, what it does, e.g. the word mirror, is it helps you learn by imitation. So when you're witnessing others succeed, your mirror neurons kick in, which actually influences your own belief in your abilities. So it's like that kind of knock-on effect. Now, this only happens if you already believe in yourself. Because this won't happen if you're currently in doubt or currently in fear, if you're currently in the amygdala, you will witness other people succeed and think, fuck you. (laughs) You will witness other people succeed and think, oh, well, it's all right for her, isn't it? Because she's done this and she's had that and she's put this amount of money in and she had this upbringing and she had this, you know, (laughs) that's where our brain goes. But actually when you're in that place, and this is why I so often model people, no comparison at all, because I already believe in myself. So I can witness other people succeeding my mirror neurons kick in and it just makes me believe even more that I can have it myself. And I'm constantly learning from that, constantly. So that is the neuroscience behind it. So we've had the prefrontal cortex, the amygdala, dopamine and the mirror neurons. And all of that is working in tandem together. All of those are working at all one time, could be. So that's happening from a neuroscience perspective. Let's go to the subconscious perspective. And this is obviously most of where the work begins when we're looking at believing in yourself, because a lot of the time that we don't believe in ourselves is because of the beliefs and the trauma that we've taken on from a younger age. You've heard me say this time and time again about many of the patterns that I had when I was younger, many of the comments, many of the stories, many of the dramas that I went through that made me not believe in myself. And that was the work that I had to do. That is where I had to go. That is why timeline therapy for me, which is where we go in, we go and look at the old belief, we do some really deep neural pathway shifting, we come out, I change my client's life, and then they believe in themselves. And literally, it can work like that. And it does work like that. So from the subconscious perspective, your core beliefs are going to be a real key component here for you believing in yourself. It has to be down to the core belief, because you know, and you've heard me say it a 100 times, 95% of your day is run by your subconscious. So if you are currently showing up in your business with your subconscious mind, which is going to be 95% of your day, so I'd say pretty much a lot of the time you're in your business is from your subconscious. And those core beliefs are not the ones that are going to help you, are not the ones that are going to go, yeah, I really fucking believe in myself. Then we are coming from a different belief that is no longer serving us. And the subconscious 
is heavily, heavily influenced by the core beliefs that you hold about yourself and about your abilities. Now, having self-efficacy and self-belief, being a belief in one's capabilities can become part of those deep-rooted beliefs. And actually, having deep-rooted self-belief from a very deep subconscious level can really contribute to your self-concept, can really contribute to how you show up, to how you speak to yourself, which is my next point, how you think about yourself, how you behave, how you respond. And we can physically embed them within the subconscious, just like I was talking about with the belief shift that I did with Katie, my one-to-one client. It can happen. Your brain, your subconscious is neuroplastic. So I don't care if right now you are listening to this podcast and you don't believe in yourself because I can physically shift your subconscious mind to believe in yourself. And I find that the most mind-blowing thing and the most powerful thing that I will ever give someone. And that is why I love what I do so much. Because your subconscious mind has such an impact on how and who you are. It is how and who you are. And so if we get down to the core beliefs where you have no doubt in your mind that you believe in yourself to the nth degree, you will start showing up so much differently so much differently. And this takes me to my next uh, subconscious thought, which is the automatic thoughts that you have. Now, we know, I know you know, (laughs) the subconscious mind is generating automatic thoughts all the time, which are very quick. They're very instinctive. they're, They're responding to the situations around you. And if you listen on a day to day basis, where are your thoughts more? Are your thoughts more in the belief that you have about yourself, your success and where you're going to go? Or or are your beliefs and your thoughts more about how this isn't happening, how it's not working? Will it ever work? Will I ever be successful? What? She's got it. Oh, bloody hell. And I haven't. Oh, this feels too hard to handle. Can I handle the next level? Oh, that feels scary. If you listen and this was a task that I did right at the very beginning of of learning all of this back in 2019, if you start to actually listen to your thoughts, and what I actually did was I, it's a bit scary, it's a bit uncomfortable, but I got a notes app out and I would have it open on my desk and any time I had a thought, I would write it down. And you start to see the percentage of thoughts that are serving you and thoughts that are not serving you. Now, when I work with individuals who have that high self-efficacy, they're more likely to have positive automatic thoughts, which only leads to confidence, optimism, opportunities. You know, what you focus on is what you get. Where your thoughts go is where your action flows. So start having a listen. And it does feel scary and uncomfortable. But the more we're aware of it, the more you can start to shift it. 
the next thing that I see when we really have that self-efficacy and that self-belief in your subconscious is that habitual response. Now, over time, when we have that self-belief within us, beliefs can really shape habitual responses to situations that you're in. And if someone constantly believes in their ability to succeed, their subconscious is probably going to guide them to approach tasks in a very different way, in a very confident, persistent, amazing way. And that starts to become your new reality. That starts to become your new reality. And it is so incredible. And the last thing I see is emotional resilience. And I think this is probably one of the biggest things that I saw from having that deep self-belief, that deep self-efficacy, because you need emotional (laughs) resilience in life. I certainly have needed it for both the business, the the breakup and the deciding to move my life again for knowing what I want and going for it. And subconscious processes are very, very tied to emotion, which is why I will always work on the emotion, the emotion in the body, as well as the subconscious belief. If you're a one-to-one client with me or you've ever gone through timeline, my version of timeline therapy with me, you know that I really get in contact with the body, where the belief is sitting, how that feels, we move it out. I do a lot of things because the emotion and the emotion in your body is so connected to the subconscious. Now, very high self-efficacy is really linked to emotional resilience. And like I said, bounce back ability. Because when you have strong self-efficacy, you're more likely to be able to regulate your emotions during challenging situations. And hell, yes, did I do that through a lot of challenging situations. And we know as business owners, we know as entrepreneurs, we are going to have those challenging situations, right? We're going to have them. We're going to experience them. It's it's a big old world out there as, a, as an entrepreneur. And there's also going to be life things that happen, you know, the way of going through a breakup like that was you know that's one of my biggest stories that I tell because I needed emotional resilience in that because it was such it was so messy it was so messy from so many different people so the more self-efficacy you have the more it's linked to emotional resilience and that self-belief so I think I might have sold it to you (laughs) I think I might have sold the fact that you need a little bit more self-belief Because successful people believe in themselves. And that is the through line to every single successful people person I know, every single successful person I have watched, every single successful person I have modeled. They are all doing different things. But by God, do they believe in themselves. They believe in themselves, they believe in their abilities, their knowledge, their capabilities, and they believe that they are going to achieve anything they want. And that means that it doesn't come with hard work or it doesn't come with focused work or it doesn't come with setbacks. And, it, you know, that doesn't mean that they don't go through hard times. Trust me, they do. Trust me, I have. But actually, it's how quick they bounce back because they believe in themselves so much with it. 
And I really want you to get to this place as well. And I think it's so important for you to have a knowing and a believing and an understanding of what you can achieve. Because staying comfortable and overthinking instead of tapping into your fullest potential and showing up as a powerhouse every goddamn day, productive, action-taking, activated CEO who shows up to their business to their fullest potential every single day, even despite whatever challenges and beliefs you have around your identity. They do it. They absolutely do it. And I really want you to do it too. Because you deserve it. You deserve it. And I cannot see your passion and your impact and your, like the confidence that you have for for actually what you want to achieve. I cannot see that go to waste. And I do not want to see that go to waste. So I hope you've taken something from today's podcast. If you are listening to this on the week or the day that it's gone out, I'm currently taking applications for my new mastermind lead, which is the Subconscious Strategy Mastermind. It is for those women who feel on the edge of an even more aligned, powerful version of themselves. They want to embody that through their brand, becoming the celebrity in their niche. They're here to be seen. They're here to be known, here for the impact, to be iconic. And it's freaking time. It is absolutely time. It is a five-month mastermind where you're, we're really going to focus on growing your business to multi-six figures whilst you hold more impact, more freedom, more wealth, more aliveness, more everything and feel safe and sustainable doing it. So if you feel called to this, please either drop into the DMs, just DM me the word lead or just go, hey, Beck, I've listened to the podcast and I really believe this mastermind is for me. And I will I will have a conversation with you and ping you over the details. Or if you want to just jump in straight away and just send your application form in, I'll pop the application form link in the show notes as well. Five months, weekly mastermind calls, community-led Slack, and a portal of subconscious strategies that are going to help you craft that powerful messaging, strategic positioning. We're looking at heightened visibility really something that leaves a lasting impression on your ideal clients around the world. You become the freaking icon that you've wanted to become. So let me know if that resonates with you. I hope you've taken something from today. I will see you in the next episode. I have loved this episode so much and I love you so much. I'll see you soon. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.